Welcome back to Inspire Our Nation. This is a podcast where we catch up with inspirational people from across the globe. It's Menopause Awareness Month. October is Menopause Awareness Month, if you didn't know. Today is World Menopause Day, and it's a significant day to bring about awareness to menopause. To help me discuss this topic today, I'm delighted to have an award-winning 40-plus beauty blogger, She's also an ex-beauty PR person with over 20 years experience in the field. She's a managing director of Time of Your Life, which is a monthly subscription beauty box for women over the age of 40. She's also a podcaster, a blogger, a vlogger on a range of subjects for women over 40. Karen Davis, thanks for joining Inspire Our Nation. Oh, Caroline, thank you so much for having me. It's so lovely to be here and I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well. I'm still working from home and we're recording this <laughs> podcast. I'm in my uh, my closet at home. Where are you? <laughs> I'm obviously on my luxury yacht. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> oh, I wish I was there I'm with not. you. No, I, I'm, in, I'm in my home office. I'm in my home office. Um, uh, and we're, we're getting getting ready for, uh, you know, last last thing tonight, get the last emails out and then, then uh, we can relax and have some supper. I know it's International Menopause uh, Day today and I was reading lots of things on social media and, and LinkedIn. It's a big thing. World Menopause Month. What do you think about that, Karen? Do you know what? It's such a great thing. Part of the reason I started Time of Your Life is I got to a stage in midlife where I just felt there wasn't actually that much for us. And I thought I can't be the only one. And I thought back to my mum's menopause and it just wasn't talked about. And part of the reason the business and the book has got such a lumpy name, Time of Your Life, is because my mum used to whisper to me, oh, it's that time of life. And that's all that was said. And it's, it belies what, what the whole process is. And the whole process is actually quite complex and it's different for everyone and it's individual for everyone. But midlife isn't just about the menopause, but the menopause definitely frames a lot of it. And I think it's really interesting. You, you can see people having really challenging menopauses. And if we talk about someone like the, you know, the amazing Meg Matthews, who's got her uh, Meg's menopause Instagram account and, and blog, she had a really challenging time. And I had some of those panic attacks, but also there are some incredible things that come with midlife if you grasp them. And you're absolutely right. And the time of your life book, which you penned uh, a couple of years ago, you still you sort of there's another edition coming out very soon, I believe. Uh, the time of your life is the ultimate woman's guide to living midwife brilliantly. You know, I love that title, and I love the fact that you've kind of taken the time out to do this. And in the book, I've taken this to bed with me every night. I mean, that's what my life is like: reading books most of the time. But stuff that's really important to me. You know, I, I read a lot of inspirational empowering positive books but this is one of them and I'm in my late 40s and I know that at some point menopause is going to come to me if I'm not already in it you know and you talk about sort of nutrition and things that can happen to you during the menopause like brain fog I mean I I walk upstairs sometimes Karen I'm thinking what did I come upstairs for I used to hear my mum saying that I think what's she going on about and now it's happening to me we all do it. We all do it, Caroline. I don't know what to say. 
But here's the thing about menopause. You're absolutely right. You know, as women, pregnancy, we pretty much know you get pregnant. Nine months later, you'll have a baby and the stages that come in that you pretty much know how that's going to go. When you start your periods, you pretty much know how the cycle's going to go. But when you hit menopause, you have no idea when you're going to hit menopause. You've no idea how it's going to affect you. There are, I think there's something like 33 or 36 different symptoms you might get from the menopause and you've no idea which ones you get. And I was speaking to um, a woman the other day and she hadn't seen a single symptom. So she'd never been to get HRT. But when she went recently to her doctor, they found out that she had osteoporosis because she hadn't had HRT. Now, I'm not saying HRT is for everyone, but even if you sell through it, you've still got to be mindful. There will be legacy items from that, from going through the menopause that you have to deal with. But there is a load you can do to help yourself. Absolutely loads you can do to help yourself. And you're absolutely right about diet and nutrition. And you mentioned over 33 sort of symptoms, if you like, heavy periods, depression, hot flushes, insomnia, you know, headaches, mood swings, <laughs> loss of confidence, loss of libido, that sort of thing. How important is your health to you? Oh, that's a lovely list, isn't it, Caroline? I know. <laughs> Welcome to menopause. Can't wait. <laughs> something for everyone in that, isn't there? Um, do you know what? There's so much that can be done. And that's why I think midlife is a real tough. There's a couple of things about midlife and your health and your diet mm-hmm. and why it's a time to get um, a grip on it. One is the immediate thing about menopause. There's absolutely no question that a quality diet, a nutritionally balanced diet, a diet that's, you know, same old plant heavy, low on alcohol, let's, let's be honest, low on cigarettes with exercise, it can alleviate a tremendous number of these symptoms. I'm not saying all, but it can really, you know, it's a great place to start, particularly if you're on a budget. But not only that, it then sets you up. So as you go into older age, your health and your your, um, physicality is on a much better level than so many other people's as they go into old age. And what we're trying to do is I'm trying to get as many women as possible to go into old age healthy so that they live well, so that I don't want us all necessarily to live longer. I just don't want us to be dogged with illness when we get older. And exercise, exercise is basically the magic bullet. Do you think that's why all these celebrities look amazing? And as you put in your book, ooze confidence, not, you know, I know they've got a lot of money behind them to help, but do you think part of that is giving up things like alcohol and you've mentioned sugar and that sort of thing? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, do you know what? I'm never sure with celebrities if they actually do do it or if they say it, but there is no question that the average, you know, I'm just an average person. So average people like me, there is absolutely no doubt that a more plant-based diet, a more Mediterranean-based diet, cut down sugar, cut down alcohol, cut down cigarettes, up the exercise. The research I'm seeing today says exercise 7,000 steps a day, whereas it, you know, most people say 10, but they're saying 7,000 is great for midlife. And then two and a half hours a week, split over the week, of exercise that particularly for women includes strength training because we want to have there's a couple of reasons we want really strong bones and strength training will give us strong bones because we want to avoid the osteoporosis and if we've got a little bit of muscle not loads just a little bit it will burn more fat than um so a nine stone person who has more muscle will burn more calories a day than a nine stone person with slightly less muscle if that makes sense yeah yeah and it's important is it for balance and strength all of it and you realize that as you increasingly get older so while you know when you hit your 40s you think actually you know I can I'm pretty fit I can I'm still in touch with my fit 30 year old self but as you get to my end which is 58 I'm not so in touch with my fit 30 year old self so I have to absolutely do it every day and I 
I don't, I'm not saying it's my favorite thing, but it's the same old. You, you never feel worse for having done exercise. You always feel better. And honestly, exercise, you speak to most medics, doctors and nutrition thinkers, exercise is the magic bullet. Straight in on the book, when you open the first front pages, obviously it talks about a bit of an introduction, which is which is lovely. You've got some great um, quotes, you know, ones from Robin Wright, the actress. She's 52. I started to become a woman at 40. Yes. <laughs> and you've also gone straight into finding your power decade. What is your power decade? What does it mean? Right. So I saw a quote from Kelly Hoppen. And it was talking about, you know, Kelly Hoppen, interior designer, loves the colour taupe and she's well known for the colour taupe. And I looked at her definition of taupe and it goes along the lines of taupe is a really forgiving colour. It's neutral. It's in the background. Anything goes with it. And I thought, doesn't that just describe a lot of us in midlife as women? We're the background. We make everything else work, but never our own vibrancy comes forward. And so I thought, right, okay, so we're going into midlife maybe we haven't achieved everything we wanted to achieve. I certainly haven't achieved what I wanted to achieve in my young years. I'm not certainly not where I thought I'd be in this time of life. So what I'd said was, right, I'm going to take 10 years to rebalance my life to where I want it to be. So that means financially, it means personally, it means in my career, it means on any level that I want it to take hold. I'm going to rebalance my life so that as I come out of that decade, I'm where I want to be. I've done the exciting experiences that I thought would change my life. I've made my career where I want it to be. I've given of everything of me because if you don't go out into the world, how will the world ever know what you've got to give? Absolutely. And there's a power decade plan in the book as well, which helps you do that. Um, Look at your dreams, your goals, time, you know, your resources, finances. There's a lovely quote as well from Oprah Winfrey. The big secret in life is that there is no secret. Whatever the goal, you can get there if you're willing to work. And I think that's what the power decade is. It's a kind of what I don't want women to do. What I, I genuinely don't want women to do is to drift into old age and go, well, what happened there? I had so many plans and dreams. You know, you look at young women and they are vibrant, exciting, dynamic. And sometimes as we get to midlife, you know, we've experienced most of what life has to offer us in terms of the emotional highs and lows. And what I don't want is women to have the stuffing knocked out of them. I want them to be able to say, okay, we can do a reset and we're going to do a smart reset. So we're not going to have all the energy that maybe we had in our 20s, but we're going to do it very cleverly. We're going to analyse what I want to do. So if I wanted to go to the Caribbean for a holiday in my 20s and I never got round to it, do I still want to do that now? And if I do, how am I going to make that happen? What bits do I need to put in place to make that happen? And I love the title, The Time of Your Life. You call it T-O-Y-L. I mean, why did you come up with that title? Well, it goes back to my mum who used to whisper, Oh, it's that time of life. And it was said in a really negative way. And here's the thing, Caroline, genuinely, I I never thought the subscription box would take off to the level it has. So I thought, oh, I'll call it time of your life and put a, you know, a swing on it. So it could be, oh, it's that time of life or I'm having the time of my life because I want people to move from one to the other. And so we call it toil, T-O-Y-L for short, which sounds awfully hard and gruesome, but that's where we're at. Yeah. (laughs) so I mean, it's, it's stuck so so that's what we've got so uh, I love it yes. <laughs> it's, it's a great title and it stands out it's a beautiful book I love the fact that it's got some gorgeous colors on the front of it a, a woman with her arms up in the air it's like I'm free just give yes. me what I need to know 
you know, it's kind of that sort of feeling. It's a beautifully well-penned, well-written book. And I've enjoyed it. It's been brilliant. Um, tell me about your beauty box that you created, because I would say this is part of your power decade, isn't it? It is. And again, it's because there's a couple of things that, that um, I saw, Caroline, because I used to be um, a beauty PR. I was a beauty PR for 20 years. And I remember there was a major brand that relaunched one of their, let's go with the phrase anti-aging. I, I don't like the phrase anti-aging. I think that's not what we're about at all. But it was an anti-aging range. And back in the day, we all knew what that meant. And they launched it with a 19-year-old as the face of the brand. And you just think <laughs> that was so depressing. And then I looked at all the beauty boxes out there because I moved from PR into creating reader offers for the national press. So I knew how to create reader offers. And I looked at the beauty boxes and they were all things like unicorn brushes or glitter nail polishes, you know, things that I wouldn't use. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, right, I'm going to do something that puts midlife women front and centre. It is totally about us. It's not that we're an embarrassment to brands such as that one that relaunched their anti-aging range, but didn't want to have, you know, an older woman representing the brand. I'm going to put midlife women front and centre of this and everything in the box is totally geared to what we would use and what would work for us. So younger women can buy it. You know, I, I've got subscribers in their 20s because the products will work for them. But the voice we talk in, we only talk to women over 40. That's who I'm interested in because there's very little out there that is just for us. And so this is just for us. I think a lot of women have gone through a career, they've been very successful, maybe they've had yeah. children, maybe they've been remarried again, who knows, divorced, whatever, or starting the career out for the first time because they've never worked before. How challenging do you think it is, or easy it is to transform yourself into something new? I mean, you've done it. What obstacles did you come against? I think one of the biggest dangers of midlife is, if you think about our, our circle of friends, our circle of friends are very like us. And mm. that's why they're our friends, because they hold similar views, they've got similar values, they find similar things funny. And so we get fixed in this circle of friends and they're solid around us. Mm. And I think there's a lot of, you know, in, in the book, I talk about doing things like volunteer work. And the reason I suggest, one of the reasons I suggest it, other than it is fantastic for your mental health because of the feeling of value and success you get and no one can tell you off because you're volunteering. It takes you into an area where you meet different people with different views, different mm. ideas, and they challenge your ideas. And that is fantastic. It's a real eye opener. It means that you're not getting stuck in your groove. And if you think about it, one of the stats I know is true from the beauty industry is whatever range you were using in your 20s and 30s as a, let's say, skincare range, you are likely to be using in your 40s and 50s because it's familiar. And that's not good for you because your skin has changed. Technology and products have changed. Ingredients have changed in products. So it's all moved on. So there's other stuff that could work better for you, but you are fixed. But never underestimate how hard change is. And I have this quote that I recently got from Jason Fox, who is one of the chaps on SAS Celebrity. And he says, the SAS is all about getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. And I think there's a little bit of truth in that for midlife women. We just need to shift a little bit and try a few things that don't make us feel quite as comfortable because you get so stuck in your ways otherwise. And I think that's how you age. And I think you've had a successful career. I'm sure you've had your ups and downs and trials and tribulations, but you're still doing it, Karen, and you're doing really, really well. And you, you're an inspiration to a lot of other women, you know, and it's really important to hear women like yourself and you mentioned earlier on about being creative and volunteer work. Just because you change a career, you don't have to go into a high-powered job paying a hundred grand a year or forty grand or whatever it is. You can go into voluntary work and do something for nothing, and that 
inspires you and takes you through different stratosphere because you're meeting different people who maybe not like you and you're learning something new all the time do you know what I do volunteer work and I've met people I would never normally meet if Mm. I tell you Caroline that my MP almost knows my name now (laughs) um you know he would never know you know how would he meet a, a middle-aged woman who runs a beauty box if I didn't do volunteer work? He'd never know what I do. He'd never understand the power of what midlife women can do. You know, midlife women have so much to offer. And you talk about career change. Yeah, but you can actually also do both. I mean, I do my job and I volunteer. But the great thing about volunteer work is you do the hours you want. No one can sack you, really. If you really hate it, you can move and there's no consequences to your mortgage payments, your savings or anything else. And you can just, there's so many different options out there of amazing things you can do volunteer-wise. And I think midlife women have almost more to offer than anyone else because we know so much and we're always the carers. And it brings so much confidence and, and, and experience as well. So Karen, what's the best thing about being in your, I guess, your midlife, let's say? I think there's um, several things that are really great about about being in midlife. And bear in mind that I've gone through the worst of the menopause. So once you go into menopause, you stay in menopause for the rest of your life. That's what the phrase means. But most of the symptoms of the actual change have stopped me. So I value my time a lot more. I care less what people think of me, providing I've been kind to them. You know, if, if people come on and say something like, oh, I didn't like your hair on that video you did. I just think, oh, that's interesting. But I don't really, you know, it doesn't touch my world. It doesn't touch my heart. Whereas younger, I might have been really gutted by it. I'm less afraid because I think, do you know what? I'll be dead in 30 years. And what I say today, the fear I feel about saying something I really feel doesn't matter anymore. So I just say it. So I, I, I try and be kind if I, I'm saying something nice, but I just say what I want. And I think those, it's the freedom. It's the freedom. If you let it, it let it come in, you are totally free in midlife. I love that. And that the, they're really good nuggets of information. And I'm, I'm sure so many people could can relate to you as well. Women over a certain age and also women who are not in the menopause yet who can you know be aware of what's going to come next and I think it's really important to raise awareness for our younger women you know but also men as well I mean they play a part in this too they're there by the side of us watching their wife or the partner or the girlfriend sister or whoever going through these and they don't actually know what's going on so they need to be aware as well and it affects them too you are 100% right on that because I don't know how men are meant to know what's going on to a woman what you know when you suddenly get a hot flush you know we can feel it we can feel the temperature rising in us but let's say you're watching tv and you know you've got a a man sat there how on earth is he going to know what's happening how on earth is he going to know how that makes you feel and he's playing catch up the whole time female partners who aren't in menopause are also playing catch up because you can't understand how it feels and it affects them and it affects them at home because they might be, you know, walking on eggshells around, around someone who's feeling very stressed and panicked. They might not know where their partner's gone mentally because they're not going out anymore. It's a real challenge for everyone. So it's something that everyone needs to be aware of. But you're so right. Women of my generation can help younger women and ease their way through so by making it spoken about more, understood more, recognised more. Because all I got from my mum was it's that time of life. And it doesn't need to be embarrassing anymore, does it? It needs to be like vocalised that you would talk about anything, you know, you're going to pick up bread from the shop or something. It needs to be that casual, doesn't it? It's just normal. You know, it shouldn't be a a secret hush-hush conversation anymore. And and you're the woman to to get it out there. This book, where can we find this book? Where can we get it? 
The book is on my website, which is www.toyltoil.co.uk, or it's on Amazon. Excellent. And you've also had some really good write-ups from uh, places like You Magazine, haven't you? And um, yeah, we, 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 we've been so lucky. You Magazine, um, the Daily Mail did a double-page spread on the book. Good Housekeeping covered the book. You know, I've been so lucky in the people that have picked up on it. So I, I'm just really grateful. But again, it, it's one of those scary things. But if you don't try it, you never know. Karen Davis, you have been fabulous. You're such an inspiration. Thank you for coming on Inspire Our Nation. Oh, Caroline, thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing. Thank you.